Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. I'm Brother Priest. This has come out of her, my people. I would like to speak a few words. I would like to speak with you on a few words pertaining to polygamy. You know, one of the reasons polygamy does not work largely for our people, particularly in America, is a matter of how you approach it legally. It is illegal to marry more than one woman. Now, the other problem is fornication and adultery are actually illegal as well. But those are not, well, fornication is not enforced but it is actually illegal. Listen to me. What you think about law has got to be revised. You think that just because these people are the beast that these type of laws aren't on the books, but they are. They just don't enforce them but they are on the books. Sodomy is illegal. You can get arrested for that. Curse words are illegal. Now, again, they don't enforce these things, but you could get arrested for these things. Now, in dealing with this, there are a number of things that cause our people to have problems in polygamy, but mostly it's the man's view of it that is the problem. His view of it and his approach to it, that's mostly the problem. So you can solve the legal matters because you don't want to legally marry one woman and then have other women that's actually against the law what i mean i'm not talking about legally marry one woman and illegally marry other women that's big but to legally marry one woman they to go out and marry cohabitate with other women is considered adultery Okay. But I'm speaking to you 
nature. And in the laws of nature. That comes first. I'm talking about the laws, not your whimsical, flighty, wanton desires. Not your lust. None of that. I'm talking about natural laws that the Most High God Almighty has put into place. Women choose me. Look at this. Examine. If you have a famous man who's married, the married woman who's married to that famous man, particularly if she's not famous, I'm going to use the approach where she's not famous. But that woman that's married to this famous man always has in the back of her mind that other women are going to want this man. Some women are threatened by that. Some women don't trust because of that. But it's reality. Now look at this. Women that know that that man is married will still want that man. And they won't care if he's married. Now, if you examine this, in that alone are the answers as to why your thinking is improper about polygamy. It's improper. The thinking is improper in the sister's mind as well, but the nature of the sister will overrule her condition. Whereas with the man in dealing with polygamy, His nature is fighting against him and defeating him. I know you may have never heard this, but you need to hear this. Why am I saying this? Essentially, that famous man has a wife who's not famous. Even if she was famous, it would be. Thing, but she would be thinking differently. But because he has a wife who's not famous, his wife automatically knows in the back of her mind that other women want. The question is, in her mind, does he want these other women? Where the first problem comes in is if you enter to a relationship that is monogamous and you made a lawful and or legal pledge to that woman to be monogamous. 
owe it to her to honor that. But she knows something about your nature that you don't know. She knows that what would make you give in to these other women 10 out of 10 times is not going to be marriage, responsibility, building something. She knows that you would give in to the lust. So the trust issue arises. She doesn't trust that you would be responsible enough to make wives out of these women. She believes, and most women believe this, that you would give in to chasing after these women who are choosing, but you are going after them for sex and sex alone, physical impulse gratification. So she distrusts that in you. But she also knows that a man of power or fame is going to draw women toward him. So, if you distrust the decision making that you have and how you approach dealing with these other women, She will not feel comfortable with you claiming to be monogamous. And it will cause strife within your relationship. On the contrary, if she knows that you are not the type of man to give the lustful impulse to make decisions with your mind that you have enough self-discipline, self-control to not allow yourself to give to lustful impulses. She has a reason trust Therefore, if other women come around and they're choosing, she is not threatened because she knows that it's natural for these women to choose you. 
this baby's name, powerful name. She knows it. And all of them know it. If they, if he's a famous rapper, he can have millions of female fans. And out of those millions of female fans, any of them that are single, that don't have a relationship, could very well sleep with this man and are highly likely to do it if put into that potential situation. They don't even have to be fake. I'm talking about the nature of women. The nature of women is to respond to powerful men. Power in money, power in fame, that's the nature of women. No woman can trust you when you are making decisions to sleep around with all of these different women. Some of you call it a player. Let me just step out of the marriage situation. Let's call yourself a player. Let's pinpoint the so-called player. If you profess to be a player, you are are telling a woman that you have lustful impulses and that you have a sexual addiction. Now ask yourself, can you trust anyone, can you trust anyone with an addiction? What you don't realize, brothers, is your whole mentality when it comes to this idea of what it means to be a player, is actually a weakness of you giving into um, impulses is no different than you biting into a poisonous fruit because it looks good. It looks good to you, but haven't you heard that everything that looks good to you ain't good for you? Men and women alike, but these women are challenged by the fact, I'm talking about the players now, that you are professing that's if you're being honest, because a lot of you try to do it dishonestly. But if you pick that to be this player, these women are challenged by that. But in the back of their mind, the challenge is to get into a relationship with you that you can be committed to. You could have a thousand women as a player. And these thousand women, you could have 10 women 
as a so-called player. And you could tell them up front and honestly, hey, I'm going to play. I'm looking for a relationship. And they'll accept that. But if her nature has chosen you, the reason why she will accept that is because her goal is to get you into a relationship with her. She trick herself even in this. She'll tell herself, oh, no, I want a sex and I'm not getting to, you know, any of that other stuff. I'm not going to put my heart at risk. Yeah, I understand. She tells herself, she lies to herself. See, this whole player game, is you filling your head with a bunch of delusional ideas. And you haven't figured out that the stuff doesn't work. So you are, you know how you see a crack abuser or a drug abuser, heroin addict, meth addict. You, you know how they look all broken down, busted and disgusted, and they look really ill. Okay, understand that somebody before you, you're not the, the drug addict, but somebody else saw those same people, right? And they saw how their bodies are being destroyed by that drug, right? And yet they chose to take that drug. <laughs> they chose to take a drug that they have seen the results of. And if I say it to you that way, you you can really stop and think and really consider, man, that's kind of crazy. Why would you want to do that to yourself? Okay, well, I'm saying the same thing to you about these player games. But it's the mental, the spiritual, the emotional degradation of your soul and the destruction of your soul that is likened to that which you see in the outward physical appearance of these drug addicts. Your habitual um, so-called monogamous relationships, you are jump off. You jump off one guy for two years to another guy for a year to another guy for two years. But in your mind, that's okay because you're being monogamous. Well, it's really not okay. It's doing the same thing to you. I know you don't you don't believe this. I know you don't, but just bear with me. It's doing the same thing to you, sister, that that heroin and that crack and that cocaine and that mess are doing to all those others. So if you understand that, no matter how much in denial you are, I'm going to go further, and hopefully you'll be able to see it a little more clear. But if you are just a hit it and quit it jump off, a run and gun jump off, what happens is if you start to develop real feelings, 
emotional attachment, if you will, deep down desire to build a relationship with this one, you put yourself at risk and you know that, but you jump in it anyway. (laughs) You take the chance anyway. And if you get into such a uh, uh, situation where you're running this player game and you do get emotionally involved, you don't just quit. What happens is you get damaged, emotionally damaged. Some of you get angry and bitter. Some of us get um, fearful, hateful, anger, bitterness, fearfulness, hatefulness. All of the aftermaths of these player games and this fornication stuff, this promiscuity. You frequently have slept or had sex with various people that you can't any longer be friends with. And the idea is that you were friends in the beginning, possibly. Or at least you were friendly to one another. But for some reason, after these sexual encounters, these player games, For some reason, now you're bitter, angry, hateful, fearful, jealous, envious. That's the aftermath of the drug. (laughs) And you saw that, but you somehow believed, oh, that's not going to happen to me. Just like that drug addict believed that they were above being able to be physically dependent on that drug. Something in their mind told them, after watching all these other people's lives be destroyed, something told them these two things. Oh, go ahead, just try it once. It's not going to hurt you. You're not going to get like that. Then uh, The other thing is, oh, that's not going to happen to you which is essentially the same thing. But my point is something tells you that mentally that lowers your defenses and allows you to think that you're superior to what you've seen it produce every other time and you dive into it and you try it. Can't do that. And thinking you're superior to the aftermath of the results that you've seen it produce time and time and time again. Now, brother, the challenge within a woman who consciously knows you're a player. comes in the fact that she thinks some of the time 
that she can get away with that too. That's more the modern day woman who's convinced herself that it two can play that game. Listen. If you have basketball, take the best female basketball player, best male basketball player, chances are more than likely the male best basketball player is going to be better at it than the female. I'm not saying that there are not women that beat men in sports and competitive events. I'm saying when you put the best versus the best, it's more likely that the male is going to, to, to win out. There's not a woman on this earth that you could ever convince me that could beat Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. The best female uh, basketball players, you're not going to convince me that they can beat me at each three. That's not a put-down on sisters. That's not a put-down on women. But don't be so offended. Nature has provided that men are supposed to be protectors and defenders naturally. So we have certain physical characteristics and agilities and strength that women don't have. So women are to look to men to protect them. That is natural. So if she can defeat him in a competitive sport or anything that puts a competitive um, nature against nature, if she can defeat him, then naturally she can't love him. But that goes for anything. She can't really love him because her nature wants and needs to feel secure, to feel protected, to feel defended. Protection and defense go hand in hand, but I'm using them as two separate entities so that it's clearer. She has to feel those things in order for her to feel at peace and to put her trust in that man that he can do those things so that she's safe to love him. Now, essentially, without that, she might tell herself that she loves him, but she really doesn't. She might convince herself that she does, but she really doesn't. She might feel like she does, but she really doesn't. She's more in love with the fact that she's in a relationship than the fact that she's in a relationship with you. She's more in love with the idea of the relationship, of a relationship, than the idea of who and what you actually are in reality. And that's a struggle for her. 
Now, she can develop those other things that are real, true love deep down inside, and that's what everyone is looking for. She can develop those things, and you can develop those things also, brother, but you got to have a starting point to know what your divine gender role assignment is. And then you can build on those things once you start to operate in those capacities. You can build on those things to unleash the real deep down soul connecting love that you're looking for. Now, I don't want to get too far astray from trying to bring these points home. Just follow me. Let me get to this. Polygamy is not for me. Listen. Polygamy is for women. Just listen. This is why you have a misunderstanding about it, brother. Let me show you. Think this powerful man. The woman knows that women are going to come after him. When she distrust is his decision making if she thinks he's going to make decisions based off of lustful impulses, she's not going to trust you. But if she thinks you're going to make decisions based off of what is best, everything outside of sex, and if she trusts that you're not going to have sex with a woman just for lustful reasons, will not have any problem with polygamy. You don't hear me. And I'm saying to you that this is for women. Because women know you can see it in them. They deep down inside know that this man is going to draw other women towards him. The question is, how is he going to deal with them? What are his decisions? How does he approach life? If you see this, then you're going to essentially see some of the secrets as to how Pimps and prostitutes operate and why they can cloud their minds to the point to make it work in their mind where there's absence of jealousy. Listen, listen. A pimp is not approaching building a stable of women based off of his lustful desire to sleep with all these different women. If you understand that concept, how in his mind it's a business, it's not something he's chasing for his own lustful impulse, then you understand why that eliminates most of the jealousy that normally creeps up between parties where there is sex involved. 
Here's another thing before I forget this side note. Sex in general goes hand in hand naturally with jealousy. It they're naturally attached. I'll explain that later, but you you need to know that. You need to really think about that. I'll explain it further later, but let me come back to this point. See, if you're a boss and you hire women and you're a male, all the female employees don't have to be jealous unless they're all coming after you for the purpose of getting into a relationship with you, then there will be cat fights spraying for territory. But if it is already understood in their mind that you are not going to be sexually involved with them, then the sexual jealousy doesn't have to appear. So if they're just, you're the manager of a McDonald's and you got 10 uh, females that work there, they're not thinking about trying to get with you and they're not attracted to you in that way, then there's no need for the jealousy. Do you see what I'm saying here? Okay, now, if you are that same manager and you are intimate with one uh, or you have sex with one of the uh, employees, maybe you can get away with that. It'll, you know, go back to normal, but there's going to be some type of strife there. And every time you have sex with someone in a in an environment like that in the workplace, It's going to produce a natural strife. Well, here again, that's one of those aftermaths of playing this game. Because the whole intent of sex is to produce relationships and offspring from relationships. It's not just to uh, satisfy your whimsical lusts and freakisms and all of that. That's not what it's for. That's what you've been using it for. That's why the, this world is in this condition that it's in. That's why our people are in this condition that they're in now. That's why these marriages fail. And I'm explaining some of the essential core elements that you must gather in order to comprehend successful relationships, uh, be they monogamous or polygamous or otherwise, whatever. So look. What I'm saying is, once you've been in, uh, had sex with that one woman that works on that at that job, there's gonna and there no there's no relationship produced. Nine or ten times there's gonna be some type of friction or strife. So if you go to the next woman, 
And the first woman finds out, now you're going to start building on the jealousy. You see what I'm saying? The first one, she may have been looking for a relationship. She may have told herself that she's not looking for one. Wait, let me make this clear because I don't think I've made this clear. Men use relationships to get sex. Women use sex to get relationships. So they will use the trickery and the deception to get what they want. A man will use the trickery on a woman, the idea of a relationship to bait her into sex when he never intended to be in a relationship with her at all and he's playing games, he's running games. He'll use the idea of a relationship to get her emotionally involved with him so that he can get to the sexual part and then toss her like a dish rag. Now, she's emotionally damaged if she's unaware and has not been educated by her father or some other male mentor-like figure on how to deal with men in a proper way. So if she's green, like they say, and she gets caught up in there and she's got her eyes wide open and nose open, this guy is running game on her, and he gets her to believe that he wants to be with her. And that he, You remember how in the old days they used to be like, in order to have sex with a woman, you had to tell her that you love her? Knowing you don't, but just tell her that just so she'll believe it, and then you can have the sex with her. Okay. Men use the idea of being in a relationship as a trick to have sex. And all they wanted was the sex. Now, they don't always have to do that, but I want you to see these things so that you comprehend these games that you're facing out here. And then women will use the idea of sex as a trick to get a man into a relationship. So boy meets girl, right? He says, well, you know, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. He's being honest. But then here comes the dishonesty in her. Well, I'm not looking for a relationship either. I just need a friend friend with benefits. You all out there in this promiscuity, in this fornication, in this adultery are straight out savage fools. And you're destroying your life and you're destroying multiple generations after you. You need to wake up. So hear me good. So here she's using that trick. A trick that she's convinced herself of. And then she's been conditioned to start to believe her own lie. Why Why can I say that? I'm saying, you know how in the scriptures, in the, in the book of Genesis, 
something goes on with Adam and Eve, and then afterwards, well, something goes on with Adam and Eve where they eat of this fruit. And then afterwards, there's curses placed upon them. And the curse that's on the woman is that she will conceive in pain. But also, her desire will be to her husband. Look, whether you want to take that story literally or not, the nature of a woman and her first instinct is to want to be in a relationship. Any time she's having sex with a man, she's deep down inside. She might have covered it up, but her nature wants a relationship with that man. Even prostitutes. Listen to how prostitutes are. They would rather do other things with you than have you penetrate them. I watched enough documentaries and seen enough people to, you know, to gather this observational science. I've interviewed a lot of them myself. So if they can avoid that, They will. I'm talking about uh, crack-abusing whores all the way to call girls. If they can avoid that, they will. But if they can't avoid it, they'll go ahead and do it, but they have to convince themselves to shut off all emotion, to shut off all feeling, and to just try to enjoy the act. So they start to Think their way through life. And you can't do that without being lonely, destroyed inside, mentally ill. and You can't do these things and fake your way through life and really feel good about yourself. So anyhow, so she uses the relationship trick. Excuse me, she uses the sex trick to bait a man into a relationship. Some of them consciously do it, some of them unconsciously do it. The same with you brothers. Some of you consciously do it, some of you unconsciously do it. But you do it because there's written law in your nature that you are not above. You're not above it. And somebody told you a lie that you are above it and you have arrogantly and egotistically exalted yourself above laws of nature that cannot 
be removed. And your plight to try to be above these laws that are written in your sexual nature is the whole cause of hell on earth for you and for all of us. So again, let's go back to this famous man. Let's go back to before he was famous. This woman looks at this man and sees that he has the potential to do something with his life and be successful. And in the back of her mind, she's thinking, I need to lock myself in with him because I want to be there with this man when he achieves this power. But I also know that when he does, there's going to be these challenges. There's going to be women coming after him. And there's going to be the challenges to whether or not he's going to give in to lustful impulses. Now, she knows this. Now, she can lie to herself and say, you know what, forget it. I don't care. Even if he does give in to lustful impulses, I don't care. I'm going to take this ride with this man. Guess what happens? He gives in to the lustful impulses once he gets famous, and then they get a divorce. Ten out of ten times. What about that man that doesn't give in to those lustful impulses? See, look, look, look. The whole bottom line is, brother, as I'm saying to you, that polygamy is for women. Listen to this. Some of you are out here arguing polygyny versus polygamy versus, you know, polyamory. Can a, a woman have multiple husbands and all that? Those are arguments that you're making, right? But in essence, I'm not dealing with your philosophy. I want to point out things that are happening naturally, whether you're conscious of them or or whether or not you are not conscious of them, they are happening. It is because your nature is going to respond the same way no matter how you condition. It's like, look, you might be able to train a lion or a tiger to be a certain kind of way, like Siegfried and Roy, but one day, the tiger came to eat Siegfried and Roy. See, the nature is still deep down in there. No matter how long they, they train those animals, that nature is still deep down in there, and eventually it may come out and win over all that training you gave them. 
And that's essentially what's happening to all of our people in these player games and these polygamous games and all of that, sex life, tantra, all of that. You're so deceived and misguided in the name of some spiritual fulfilling principle that what you think is above oh you know what the Bible doesn't deal with cancer. the Bible doesn't deal with this 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 religion doesn't deal with this listen I'm not approaching it with you from biblical perspective I've just used some of these ideas that are in the scriptures to relate them to you it doesn't matter whether you believe in scripture or not. It doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter what walk of life you choose. I'm pointing out some things in nature that you can examine and get some wisdom from them. Now, I know your reprobate mind is going to try and combat some of these things. And if you've chosen to combat some of these things in your life or even after you come to an awareness or even listening to this that you're hearing now, if you take the approach of combating it just because you're showing proving the point that I'm trying to get across here. So, why am I saying polygamy is for women? As I just stated, the word polygamy means trouble. Now, here's the trouble. A man must think about polygamy in one specific way. That is, that it is for women and not for men. Listen, in your mind, brother, when you think as you have been thinking and that you deserve multiple women, you're lustfully motivated. You're motivated by your sexual lust, your sexual fantasy, and you think that that's what brings you power. And then you're angry with the woman because she doesn't accept that part of you. She doesn't trust you when you think that way. That's why she doesn't accept it. <laughs> Now, when I'm saying that it's for women, that means if the first woman agrees to it, and she agrees, she's agreeing if she's in her right mind, because some women just want to have bisexual fantasies filled out for themselves, and they think that the answer to that is polygamy. No. not for orgies and freakisms. It's not for lesbianism and all of that kind of stuff. That's not what it's for. 
So if she trusts you, brother, and you understand that it's for women, then she knows that you're not going to make a choice based off of who comes into the relationship that the two of you have set up. If she trusts you, are a good decision maker who is not out here chasing lust, she would undoubtedly agree. And there won't be the jealousies and the strife that you all have been Because it's a team effort. There's a camaraderie there. There's actually a common language family built upon that principle. Because, brother, you just, you just can't let a woman into your fold, into your cipher, just because she has nice hips, nice lips. He looks good to you. You have to know that what that new woman is about is the same thing that you are about when it comes to the foundation of what you're building this upon. You have to know that what that new woman is about is compatible with what the original is about. And then you're eliminating 90% of the problems that most of you have had in trying to be polygamous. Some of you call it being a player. Some of you call it being a pimp. That's the lower self nature coming out of you. The divine nature part of you is not going to sell women. It's not going to run through women like public urinals. The divine nature of you is not going to be a player or a pimp. When the original woman knows that you're not making decisions on lust and just sleeping with multiple women, then you're going to understand why she would then encourage polygamy. Because listen, essentially, let's look at it like, like a business, okay? If you need a new employee at a business, why wouldn't the manager of the business come to the owner and say, we need a new employee? <laughs> it's really that simple. Now, if you can see it that way, as convoluted as you make it when you 
approach it. When you can see it that way, it'll make more sense to you why some of these things do work and why some of them don't. Most of them don't work is because it's outside of this principle. Now, how did you get to that place, brother? That's a whole other issue, which I'm not going to even talk about today. I'm probably going to miss a few things that I want to get out today, but I'm just going to go with what's coming out of me right now and just put it all out there that I, the best that I can. So, once you eliminate, you overcome your sexual lust for women, you become a stronger man. Because listen, essentially, if every woman walking by looks so good to you that you got to give in and want to hump their bones, that's a weakness. That's not a strength. So it's like, you know how you have an obese individual and everything they see they want to eat? That's a glutton. Okay? And a gluttonous individual wants to eat everything and it produces obesity. That's a, a, a weakness for food. Okay, well, if you're giving in to every woman that you see coming all around you, that is a weakness. That is not a strength. The fact that you can't get along with people long enough to have a constructive relationship with them, to agree and disagree on some days and still come back and loving them and be loyal to them and responsible for them, that's a weakness. That's not a strength. Women by nature need strength in men. So when they see that in you and they know that you're weak, why would they trust you? That's like saying you see this obese individual, you know that they like chocolate cake. You sit a chocolate cake in the room with them and you leave and you expect them not to eat it. You know they're weak for chocolate cake. If you make a chocolate cake and you leave and you tell them, don't eat this chocolate cake, don't eat this fruit, <laughs> don't eat this chocolate cake, you leave for a couple hours, come back, a piece of the cake, you're angry because that cake was for something else. You wouldn't trust them. That you shouldn't trust them because you know that they're weak. So why should that woman trust you if she knows that you're weak? <laughs> it's that simple. But if she knows that you're strong, that gives her confidence and security that she needs. It gives her the confidence in you that you're not going to be taking on other women just for lustful purposes. You're going to eliminate most of your problems. Now, before any of you listening go out here and try this, don't go out here and try this, brother. Because to get to this place in your life, you need to be cultivated and trained. 
you need a rite of passage from manhood to a younger man. Or no matter what age you are, from manhood to a man, you need a rite of passage. Those who have been living this, been successful, have achieved a place where you, they can really talk about it in the capacity of just hearing me speak on it. Most of you have never heard somebody speak on it like this. I understand that. Some of you have heard similar things. I understand that. But the deeper I go with it, the more it's helping you to see what's going on with this promiscuous society. You're seeing what's going on with these failed monogamous relationships. You're seeing what's going on with these failed polygamous relationships. The very matter of how you have been viewing it, brother, is why it doesn't work for you. Look, if a woman is created to choose a man, a man is created to choose from the choices that are made of him. This society, men are chasing women. You establish a relationship by chasing women. You already put it out of nature. A woman choosing a man is not a woman chasing a man. Women can choose to chase a man, but that's different. I'm not talking about chase games. When a woman gets her mind set on a man, there's nothing or no one that can stop her from wanting to be with that man, and the only thing that's going to satisfy it is her being with that man. Nothing you can do about it. She will tell herself, I don't care how many women he has. I used to work at this job, National Tech Team, in the 90s, mid-90s, mid to late 90s. I remember woman after woman after woman talking about, I don't care if this was Michael Jordan. I don't care how many, if he got a wife or how many women. Yeah, I don't care. I'll be with them. I will hear this all of the time. And essentially, they didn't realize that they're unveiling that polygamy is for women. Now, I'm going to show you another thing. Even in the scriptures, Book of Isaiah, where it talks about seven women will come to one man and say, We have our own clothes. We have our own everything. Now, that you have to look at that being like a prophecy, so that would be something in the future because it is essentially talking about women that are independent in every way, shape, and form. And throughout history, women have not had such independence until such as today in America. Well, anyway. Here you got these these quote unquote independent women like Destiny. 
child just child was talking about. Well, it says seven women will come to one man and say, look, we have all these other things. We just want your name. Now, what does that mean? See, it's funny.
all women. Bible talks about where you know let, let those who God has joined together let no man put asunder, and so the two are no longer two fleshes; they become one. Okay, listen. If you're alone and you're single, and you're out here running game and player games and all that, you're contributing and destroying the thing that really matters in you and in others, which is that natural oneness. So as I was saying,
So that she can coexist, she had to make an adjustment. The aftermath, sister, of you tapping into that fruit of those drugs, to that fruit of that promiscuity, and sleeping around with multiple men. Some of you do men and women and all that foolishness. The aftermath of the hatred, the anger, the pain, the fear, the insecurity, that's the aftermath. But you haven't put two and two together to realize that that's not the design that God Almighty made sex for. Got to hear me. So the important of your chastity, sister. Brothers, too, but it's a little different from brothers, but I'm speaking to you right now, sister. The importance of your chastity is to be able to maintain the purity of heart and the ability to recognize what man best for you that you know for a fact is moving in the direction that he doesn't want to make decisions in his sex life based off of chasing lust. That's the man you should be looking for. And that's the man you should be waiting and you need to examine it because there's going to be plenty of these slither tongue, fork tongue, nickel slick players coming at you, trying to get at your jewel. And I'm saying this to you so you can re-examine your life. Be healed from it. Let all of that hate and anger, and pain, and insecurity go. And get back to what really need and want and desire, and that's going to heal you of all that pain. Because you'll know exactly what you need, what you're looking for, and not to settle for less. See, some of you are looking for a rich man, but some of these rich men don't have moral character. None of you really want a poor man. But what you don't realize is sometimes a poor man might be poor today, but he might be rich tomorrow. But you're looking for the character of a man. Not how much he has. Not these gold-digging material girls. But all you're looking for is the money aspect. That makes you a whore. 
anytime you're dealing with me and strictly from a monetary basis, you're a whore. So that means the next man that comes along that has it, you might jump off on him. That's a whore. Look for the character. See a lazy, shiftless, good for nothing bump. But yet you are like, oh, he's so cute though. You're gonna have sex with him just because you think he's cute. Oh, I can't help it. I just I get so weak for him. Again, yes, that is a weakness. That's not the strength. That's not intelligence. That's foolishness. That is savagery and bestiality. Look for the character of the man. Now, again, let me go back and speak with these brothers. As I'm saying to you, when you make that switch in your mind, it takes strength. It takes development. It takes training. Because you have to unlearn all these things that you have been conditioned to believe. Then you're going to see that the original woman who knows that you're not making decisions off of sex, lust, is not going to have a problem with putting it. Then you're going to see as another sister comes in, she's not going to have a problem with it. There's no need for them to be jealous of one another. There are other things you can do that can spark up jealousy now. If you don't know how to deal with it, if you don't know what you're doing, you can still screw it up by having an improper sex life in, in polygamy. You can still screw it, screw it up. But the jealousy aspect is far less present because it doesn't have to be. Because the whole issue is lust. Are you making decisions based on lust? Then you you discuss it with the original woman as to what your sincere intention, what she brings to the business as a a quote-unquote employee. I'm not saying she is an employee. I'm just likening likening it onto that so you can comprehend it easier. What she brings is conducive to the original woman. There will not be the problem that you have been having. But one of the things you got to understand, brother, your loyalty, your commitment, sense of 
of responsibility to one woman can be transferred over to multiple women when the core of you is not in it for your own selfish, lustful gain. Then you will see that this is why polygamy is for women. Because deep down inside, they all want a pain. Or her desire will be to her husband. They all want a relationship with a man. Now, women might have sexual fantasies to be with multiple men. Well, that's unnatural. Sexual, lustful fantasies to go out here and spread yourself with all these different men. That's another lustful impulse. And it's no different for men than it is for women. If you are in that state of mind, sister, it's a challenge for some of you. Some for some of you is more challenging. You see a man and you're attracted to him and you're so weak that you don't know how to um, conquer those things, then you're going to have the same hellacious fight that promiscuity fornication produces. But the nature of you will fight against the conditioning of you, particularly in America, because in America it teaches women to be harlots, sluts. And they condition you to think this way. And they condition you to belittle men and then to put your womb above men mentally. You think that your womb superior to me and that you fall into that trap of that egotism that haughtiness and that arrogance that tells you hey I'm liberated I I like this high that I get from having these multiple sex uh, partners I have the right to go share this with as many of them as I and you can live that way and bury down deep inside of you that real soul attachment that you really want to live your entire life that way die that way and you die and your soul is still unfulfilled because you live a life that is not conducive to producing what you would call an afterlife or an eternal life, whatever you want to call it, of peace, of a heavenly peace, and your soul rest in peace. No, your soul is going to rest in torment and in hell. Not the hell underneath the ground with a man with a pitchfork and red jumpsuit. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a state of mind, a condition, and existence of your spirit and your soul as 
leaves your body and goes back into the universe. That is eternal heaven or hell for you. Because when you leave this body, take consciousness with just happens. All of your deeds are weighed against your soul, which means you do and have practiced a made a life out of is what you take with. Hopefully that made sense to you. And I'm going to say it again. You got to change how you think about it, brother. And with the things that I'm sharing here today, if you change it, brother, you change it, sister, you'll have a better monogamous life. You'll have a better chance at polygamy. You'll have a better overall life because one of the prime factors of hell on earth is how you deal with sex or intimacy. I hope you got something out of it. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.